0: Hey, Wizards fans, welcome to the latest episode of the Off the Bench Podcast, presented by the Alibaba Group. I'm Chris Miller of NBC Sports Washington. Coming up, we'll talk with Clutch Kuz, Kyle Kuzma coming out of the All-Star break as the Wizards are making this push towards the playoffs. Kyle talks about the importance of the team locking in on the defensive end. And we also get into his nicknames. We'll do a segment called Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. We'll get Kyle's take on some of the nicknames that have been bantied about throughout the course of his first two seasons here in the district. We'll figure out what he likes, what he doesn't like. And also he shares the story about Kuzmania and how that nickname actually garnered him a lot of money his rookie year with the Los Angeles Lakers. All that and so much more here on the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. Here now is my conversation with Kyle Kuzma. Wizards fans, Capital One Arena partnered with Clear to help Wizards fans get into the games faster for free. Beat the crowds on game day and enter through designated Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Download the free Clear app and get started today. Hey, what's good Wizards fans? Welcome to the latest edition of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. Chris Miller with the guy I've been waiting to do this interview all season long. Killer Coos, Clutch Coos, Coos Mania. Coos Control. Kuz, that's Kuz a new one. No, it's
1: not. But wait, I, when did I, that come? I had that for years.
0: Who came up with that
1: one? Lake Show years.
0: Cause, cause I, I've, Yeah. Coos from Crenshaw. Coos from Crenshaw. You
1: don't remember Crenshaw, that one. No, that was in LA when I shot it from half court. Yeah. So, that was a great call. You like that? Yeah, that was a great call. We'll get into that in a I moment. Like cause yeah. we're going
0: to do thumbs up, thumbs down on some of his favorite nicknames. Okay. I want to start with marketing we were talking about this before Uh uh-huh but I want people to kind of get into how you perceive kind of yourself your style and how you have created
1: your brand well that's a great question Um, you know I I feel like um, I'm I just always been like a naturally like a a hustler Um, ever since I've grown up just trying to figure it out growing up poor Trying to make money, um, trying to get money to ride the bus. Trying to, you know, work at McDonald's. You know, I've I done it. I've done it all. And um, you know, I think um, I just understand, you know, kind of what works and, and what people kind of like. And um, you know, for me, my brand is is really just authentic. It's just because it's who I am. Like everything I that's out there about me, it's it's stuff that I really are, I'm passionate about, and I, I really do. So.
0: When you say, you know, you got it out of the mud. Yeah. I mean, this goes all the way back to high school. I, I kind of want you to share with people yeah. how Cal Kuzma got on the national stage. It's something you did
1: <coughs> well, by yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, I, I didn't have no offers. I didn't have um, nobody really looking at me. So, you know, I used to um, Facebook message coaches all across the, the country, whether it was D1, um, D2, D3, because I didn't have anything, and I just wanted to play basketball and go to college and get out of Flint, so. Um, you know, I, w- I would go on, on university websites and look at the coaches, and then I would find them on Facebook, and then I would just copy and paste a long letter, um, trying to introduce myself, show them what I can do, my, ap- my scoring averages send them a little highlight tape and, you know, hope to get a response. And, you know, I got I, I got a few during that time. Um, but, you know, it's it's I think it always goes back to there and, um, you know, just being proactive and and uh, just trying to make it so.
0: So how did you get to Utah? How did that process work where it was? same process of sending your well highlights.
1: well no at that time i started getting a little better i started getting a uh, notice i grew um, probably like three inches uh, in between my junior year and then that summer to kind of really get some more offers and um you know utah came out of really nowhere it was kind of really probably my biggest offer um it was the school that really just showed a lot of faith in me and and they they loved me and i'm really big on just being places where i'm loved and um you know larry Kostoviak at the time coached in nba in 2006 for the bucks and coaching uh for the brooklyn nets and played 10 years in the nba so i'm like i'm trying to get to the nba why not play for a coach that's done everything that i'm trying to do and uh, Utah was just the right fit for me. So
0: was he authentic in his approach to you of helping you get to your ultimate destination?
1: He was really authentic. He was a little bit too authentic. Um, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Because I was just like the the whipping boy. Um, you know, I think um, you know all my coaches in college were extremely tough on me. You know, they wouldn't let me slide with anything. They wouldn't make uh, let me slide with missing class. Um, doing the right thing on the court, uh, playing defense, they were always on my my tail. So, you know, naturally at that time, I I probably didn't like it. And I thought, you know, why am I getting picked on? But you know, when I look back as how I'm older now and who I am as a player, like that helped me tremendously.
0: So I think about when I watch you play and and I always tell people this, I have like the best job in the world because I get to Call game, yeah. the greatest athletes on the planet. Yeah. The one thing I take away from watching you this year is just kind of like the joy you play with. Mm-hmm. Even when things don't perceive go your way, mm-hmm. you always find a way to make it work. Yeah. And I just want to go back to Minnesota. You weren't shooting the ball particularly well. Yeah. And yet, the first lead of the game was a three that you hit on a contested shot, being guarded by Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Can you describe that? How does that, how does that mentally work for you where maybe things don't go
1: well, but yet when we need a bucket, you get a bucket? I mean, I feel like I'm really, I'm I'm kind of past just like saying like, yeah, I'm confident, like obviously I'm confident. You know, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't, but you know, I think I've just been, I just lived enough life to realize you're not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to, have 30 every night, you're not going to uh, play well. You you may get blown out. You may lose by 2. You may win by 20, you may lose by 10. You may shoot 6 for 21. You may be lights out like I was the last night in Portland, right? So it's going to fall eventually. It's not like it's not going to never go in the rim. So why are you stop shooting? Why are you down on yourself like for what? That makes no sense to do that because You know, we're human, you know. It's not like we're robots or AI and we can be right every single time. So, you know, I just kind of adopted that mindset and it's really just helped me because I just control what I can control. And that's trying to shoot the same shot every time. And, you know, I can shoot the shot perfect and it may feel good and it might rim out. Why am I mad? I felt like I shot it perfect, so.
0: The emotion after the shot in Minnesota was kind of like, everybody was going crazy.
1: Yeah. I know I was going crazy. You kind of were like, <laughs> nah. That was a tough shot. That was a really tough shot. Yeah. I think that we were talking on the bus. I felt like that was a tougher shot than the Chicago one. The Chicago one, personally, because I mean that was one on one. I mm-hmm. think the shot I took in Chicago, you know, I had a little lead and it pick and roll over, you know, Caruso, a good good defender, but he's much smaller. And yeah. Anthony Edwards is very strong. I kind of just had to beat him to a spot and just figure out a way to just raise up and you know shoot at the top of the key that's it it was a huge huge shot. So that's
0: the biggest shot you've hit since you've been here?
1: Since I've been here. Um, I still think the let's go home in Detroit. No, now. definitely Detroit. That yeah. that's a big one. One in Cleveland was big. One in Chicago versus Chicago. Last year for before, before DeRozan before, hit. Before DeRozan shot, hit yeah. I got a few. Yeah a few. I got a few.
0: You actually got like a top five. We, got, we should probably do that sometime down I the might road, got more kind of than
1: like five, but we'll go with five. We'll go with five. Yeah. yeah.
0: How about Cougars from Crenshaw?
1: That was the deep one. Oh,
0: I've never asked you this. I, I gotta, yeah. so the shot clock was winding down. There was clearly like no movement.
1: Well, it was like- Did t- you
0: just say- well,
1: well, it was like 10 seconds left. It was 10 seconds on the clock. And I think somebody threw me the ball and I lost the ball. And I was trying to pass it to somebody, but everybody was just kind of just staring at me. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, it's eight. All right, somebody want to come over here? No. <laughs> 5 I look at the bench and I'm like all right cool let me just shoot it so did you look at Wes no i'm just no, looking okay. at the like, I'm just looking around really and um i just shot it i mean did I'm you open see, I'm did open, you open though?
0: did you see people's reaction when you went back and looked at did you see like the bench the bench i saw the bench it was pretty funny. That was good. That was that was a good time. How many plays are called for you in a game? I'm curious. Like plays, a play set for Coos. How many actually?
1: Uh, truly, in game? probably. Realistically, uh, it just depends. Because I feel like a lot. Like of I, years I'm not gonna say zero, but it is uh, close to that. Because I do feel it's like you just get it, it off the rim and then you. Yeah, can just Yeah, I and mean, get it. it just all depends. Like you know, if if we have a full roster, definitely zero. Um, if we don't have a full roster, a couple more. But, I mean, for the most part, I just I just play basketball. You know, I, I get it off the rim, I go, or um, if I got the ball, I kind of just, you know, try to find a mismatch, and, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, I'm, I'm kind of essentially my own type of engine. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of just play the game, you know, and, you know, it works. It
0: works for me. So there have been multiple times throughout the first half of the year where it's mm-hmm. been, you know, the big three, yeah. which everybody wants to see this team healthy, but there yeah. might be a where it's like you and Brad or you and KP. Yeah. Like, how do you program your mind going into that game, knowing that you have to be one ultra aggressive and 2 there they're going to be probably more shot opportunities for you.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't really try to change my mindset because, you know, you can't really control who's on the court. Um, for me, I just try to play the same way every night, you know, regardless who's on. Even a full roster, um, I'm still gonna play the same way because um, I can't, I can't one control who's in that lineup, but also I can't control who's in that lineup to control how I play. Got gotcha. you. And um, you know, that's where my joy comes from. So. All right, we talked about offense enough. Yeah. I wanna ask you about defense. Yeah.
0: Do you think you're a really good defender? Oh, for sure, for sure. And what makes you a good defender?
1: I'm um, smart mm-hmm. yeah I, I, uh, I watch basketball I think that's the number one thing mm-hmm. uh, you know I think to be a good defender you have to know who you're playing you have to know what the other player is trying to get to and I've took a lot of strides you know since coming into the NBA when I first came in I was a I was a cone on defense. Like anybody could go by, by me, and I, I used to get picked on every every game. First two years in the league was really really rough because you know once you get that mo that you can't guard, it's just like all right, bring him up and everything. We're gonna target him and we'll get him out the game because he can't, he won't be able to play today. But um, you know after a while you get tired of that and you want to you know be on the court. And one way to be on the court is to make sure you can play defense against all positions and. After my third year, I think I took really, really big strides. And, you know, now it's just, you know, like really kind of guard one through five really, you know, outside of maybe like, you know, super, super strong five man. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable anywhere.
0: So you took, you said really kind of in your third year, you started taking more pride into it. Yeah. Pride is one thing, but actually going out and like implementing a defensive mindset is another. Like at what point did you just say, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being a damn cone. I'm ready to go put this
1: working on that end of the floor, also. You know, it was just, it was, it was, it was just throughout the, just throughout my third year, really. You know, that was a championship year, and that was the year that, you know, it was like everybody was really locked in, and and when you're the weak link on the court, you stick out like a sore thumb, and it's it's visible, it's visible, uh, by fans, by media by the film every day and you get tired of hearing about it. You get tired of, of, of of it and, you know, just make, made the change. And for me, I want to be a great player and um, great players play both sides of the ball, you know, in, 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 in my reality of what a great player looks like. So, um, yeah, you know, that's just my mindset and, you know, I take pride in, in trying to stop guys and, guard the best player. You know, if you look at the even the past two games, guarding Anthony Edwards, um, Portland, my, my main matchup was Dame and Anthony Simons, both point guards. So, right. um, you know, just being versatile and being a player that um, can guard different uh, multiple positions is huge. So, Down the road, you see all defense? We win some games, I think, for sure. You know, I, I um, you know, it's going to be a, A huge task, you know, but I think for us every single night, um, if we could play defense, it's going to be huge. And I think that starts with me and how um, I'm just sitting the tone. You know, I'm trying to guard the best player every night and, uh, you know, make it challenging and, and, you know, sit that tone. So we
0: got 24 games left at the time of this interview. So I'm curious to know with all the people that have been in and out of the lineup. Are you surprised where you guys are at? Are the expectations changed because of the guys that are missed? And how do you see the second half of this season, if you can forecast it for us?
1: Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I feel like, you know, regardless of who's been out, been in, we still shouldn't be right here because, you know, we dropped two uh, back-to-back 20-point leads, losses. We lost in Cleveland earlier in the year where we had that game under wraps um, You know lost to Indiana once at home probably shouldn't have lost lost there again. We shouldn't have lost it's, it's I mean I, I got them in my head, yeah. but um, You know, I don't like to make excuses. I feel like no matter who's on the court, you know everybody's in the NBA and everybody's talented and um, any game is winnable and um, you know, we've dropped some but you know, it's, we're at a great – we're at a good space right now as a team. Uh, we've been healthy for the past five, six, seven games, and um, our records reflect that. You know, if you look at our records since, you know, Christmas, we're, we're at the tops of the league. Yeah. So,
0: I wanted to ask you about that 10-game losing streak and what did it reveal to you, and how important was that Phoenix game? Because I kind of look at this calendar – and I thought that saved the season. I thought that game in Phoenix, if you'd have lost that one, we
1: might be having a different conversation today. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, I mean. it really hurt us, honestly. Uh, Brad was out that whole time. KP might have missed a game or two. Uh, you know, that was when Ruby and DeLon was out. And, um, you know, it was a real tough time, you know, losing 10. Nobody likes to lose. And that Phoenix game was like, you know, we got to get this one. Uh, we did have KP that night, I had Brad in and uh, it allowed us to get a win. And it, it really helped.
0: And it propelled because you won six. You
1: went from losing ten in a row. You had won six in a row after that. So that kind of got you guys going Kind of going. Yeah, we uh, yeah won that game, lost in Utah the next night, but then won his sack and then and went it, from yeah. there. Yeah. At this point, though,
0: do you feel like you have enough in the room? The trade deadline has gone. The buyout market probably is what it is now. Do you feel like healthy? You guys have enough in this room to make a run?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. Um, you know, this the smoke has cleared. And this is what we got. And it's really up to us and the coaching staff to, you know, get this thing going, um, going in the right way. And I think we've done that over the past two months mm-hmm. and we're headed into March right now. And I mean, this is where it gets fun. You know, this is where, you know, I sit it over in media. I mean, we're playing meaningful basketball right now. Yep. You know, we're, we're in ninth ninth seed. We got two games versus Atlanta. We got two games versus Toronto, a game versus Chicago and a game versus the Knicks. And that's all in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to be fun.
0: All right, we're going to finish. With well, a thing I like to call thumbs up or thumbs down. Cool. Coos Nickname Edition. Cool. So it's simple. I'm just gonna say a nickname of yours, you give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. We'll start with the obvious one Clutch Coos. Um, up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Killer Coos. Down. Down. Corner Coos. Up. Coos from Crenshaw. I'll give you that one. Now, what was the one when you were in LA? Coos Control. Kuz Control. I'll
1: give that one too. Kuz Mania. That's up too. Kuz Mania made me a lot of money.
0: Kuz Mania made you a lot I'll give of you money.
1: Another, I'll give you another story. Kuz Mania, my rookie year, I made $1.4 million, right? Because that was my rookie-scale contract. <laughs> Living in LA, that's really not a lot enough money. So, had an idea, made some t-shirts, Kuz Mania t-shirts. Probably made about 800000 700000 off of t-shirts. First year. I'm telling you, y'all, this dude is a marketer. <laughs> did you go to school for marketing? I did not, I did not. So this is just the hustle, hustle coup. I'm just a hustler, man. I went to school for sociology. Does it work? Do you use it on a daily basis? Every day.
0: Every day? Yeah, every day. How about hustle coups? No. So, <laughs> You and I have something in common. We're huge fans of Martin. Yes. So there is a character on there, Hustle Man.
1: Yeah, Hustle Man. I rock with Hustle Man, though. I like Hustle Man.
0: You liked Hustle Man. I, I
1: like Hustle Man. All
0: right, so you got to give me your top three Martin characters.
1: This is hard because just in general, just in general, you can't, you can't general. do anybody three. on the show. You're saying anybody on the show?
0: No, I'm saying the characters that Martin Oh, that Martin. So I mean, no Tommy, no it, Pam, no G- yeah. None uh, of Jerome
1: people. is the best. So Jerome is one. Jerome is the best. cheney And probably, probably uh, just Martin. Just Martin. Yeah, Lowe. those three. Do
0: you know who is underrated that all my buddies agree, once I say this person's name, they go, oh yeah, Roscoe. Roscoe's good too though. Roscoe is low key. He's low key. Cause you gotta think, first of all, he, he don't have no leg, he's little. Yeah. And the snot,
1: in both it's of them. It's not as nasty. Yeah, it's, you know you who a I like, my, one of my favorite. I like Bruhman. man's my favorite. That's not from Martin, fifth floor? but from the fifth floor though. Okay. I love Man. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, favorite episode, ooh. What episode do I, have? so many. When they went to the cabin, you know, you know what I'm talking With about? the rat? With the rat, yeah. Yeah, that one, that's a good one. That's a good one. There was two of those actually.
0: Um, Chilligan's Island.
1: That's the one, it was the winter resort.
0: Yes, yes, there we go. Players Club is my favorite, you know why? Why? Because Jerome was in the house, and Antonio Fargas was in there, <laughs> and he called him Yuck Mouth, and <laughs> he goes, Yuck Mouth? Well, damn it, that's the second time somebody, the dentist messed up my grill. <laughs> and the only reason why I say that is because we've had a lot of teeth issues on this lot, team this
1: year. a lot. What's going on? You know, a few of us got veneers around here, and they just pop out, clip off. Uh, Brad, he's got real enamel, and it just cleared out. I bet that probably hurt. The Tay went in Denver. The Tay was crazy. Which made me
0: laugh because, he, as he told me, his dentist, because we were in, Den- in Denver, his dentist was actually sitting courtside. Yeah, she was sitting courtside. And, and, and got him in, like, the next morning. Yeah. So think if we would have been somewhere else, he'd have been jammed up.
1: For sure. It happened to me this year, too. Yeah, I
0: know. We were supposed to do an interview and you were like, your your tooth was messed up. My tooth popped
1: out in San Antonio
0: and just had a. But we won in there for the first time in 22 years, so we'll take it.
1: Must be a good luck charm here. (laughs) We're out of here, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's good to chop it up.